I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today is the man who makes everybody excited. The man who does crazy things like dropping the fastest time in the world in the 400 IM the day before the Olympics starts. I'm talking about, of course, Carson Foster, who just partnered with Mizuno. What's up, buddy? What's up? I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to partner with Mizuno, and I'm excited to talk about it. get into that. I know this is a big moment. We want to celebrate it. I just want, I just want, you know, you've got my phone number. The next time you decide to drop 408 in the 400 meter IM, could you just send me a text and say, hey, Mel, you're 10 minutes away, drive down, something fun could happen. Could you just let me know? I will. I will next time. I even told my dad not to come because I wasn't expecting it. So, so I even, my dad would probably ask the same. Well, it's a, uh, it's an exciting moment. It's great to be a part of, you know, the University of Texas tradition. And and I and I, you know, I didn't go to Texas, but I, I but I've lived here now for over a decade, and I understand that the the cohesiveness of all the alumni because you can't go anywhere without bumping into some icon. Um, so let's get into this moment. I mean, this is a big deal. This is a this is a historic uh, moment in in sport when athletes can can earn money from their name, image, and likeness. And you started off with a great partnership. Why Mizuno? Yeah, so I honestly, I, I haven't worn anything but Mizuno since I was 15. So uh, this decision was pretty easy for me. I love their product. I think everyone who wears their product loves their, or everyone who wears their product loves their product. So um, they, they have the best suit, best goggles, best caps in the market in the world. And I, thoroughly believe that. And so, uh, it was a very easy decision for me to go with Mizuno. You know, it's an interesting thing. Cause I, I you know, it's, you, you do see a lot of elite swimmers, a lot of rising talent wearing Mizuno. And, uh, I noticed you were wearing it at trials Noticed that you did wear it when you dropped the 408. It's, uh, you know, from my understanding, just in talking to athletes, cause I'm, I'm old. I know we wore little paper suits Everyone I talk to that is in, you know, wears a tech suit now, they're, they're saying it's all about the fit and compression. And, uh, you know, is that, is that something that, that you like, obviously, but like, you know, is it about compression? I think for some people, it definitely is. I think that's something that Mizuno has done really well the past couple of years is made a suit that uh, really is very tight and helps helps your hips rise in the water. I think for other people, it's just the fact that, like I just said, it makes your hips rise. Um, I remember everyone remembers the first time they wore a Mizuno suit because that different feeling of having like the suit actually raise your body position. Um, and I think that's why so many people love it. So I think it's a combination of it being uh, a super compressive suit along with the technology that they use to, uh, bring your hips up. And I mean, I'm not one of their suit designer. So I'm not exactly sure how they do it, but I just know that that's the intention of the suit and, uh, that they do an amazing job. You're, you're not in the lab, but you're in the lab every day training. And when you're racing, so you're in the Mizuno lab, the, uh, in, in terms of, you said you've been wearing this, you know, 
for a very long time, most of your career. What, what, when did you when did you first put on the Mizuno suit? So the first time I ever raced in Mizuno was uh, I was 15 at the Phillips 66 Summer Nationals qual. There was the qualification meet for the 2017 uh, World Championships, and I qualified for Junior Worlds actually in my first time ever wearing the suit. So never went back, never wore a different suit since then. Um, ironically enough, I started wearing, cause I saw all the Texas guys wearing them. And like, at that point I had no idea I wanted to go to Texas. It was just, I saw them go doing it and it was a, a really nice suit. So, um, I, I gave it a try and never went back. You know, you know, in terms of, in terms of what's happening in terms of history, in terms of athletes in college, being able to, to, to earn money for, you know, something that you've, you've committed your life to. Uh, you know, is this something you followed and you knew was coming that, uh, it, it would be, the policy would be okay. And it would be the rule would be changed. Is this something you followed on, 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 the, on the run up to this becoming official? I did. I definitely did. I, so I think the first time I actually heard anything about it, I was probably a junior in high school. I heard that it was a potential for it to become a thing. And at that point, no one knew what it meant. I think honestly, even last year, no one knew what it meant, uh, what this was going to mean. Um, it's super cool that they're able are allowing student athletes to like benefit off their name, image, and likeness. I think, um, it's going to help so many athletes in college and, uh, so many brands. I mean, um, and so yes, Mizuno has always been the first, first thing on my mind when thinking about it. So for it to finally become official and for me to get all the, the stuff and for me to officially be repping Mizuno stuff, um, feels really good. feels really cool. Um, and just kind of feels almost like full circle because they're the ones who I've been wearing when I kind of put my name onto the, the international level. And so, uh, to be officially partnered with them is a dream come true. And I'm really excited about it. I'm excited for you too. I'm also a teeny tiny little bit jealous and I'm going to, I'm going to confess it. And here's the deal in the early nineties, two athletes turned pro and uh, it was Janet Evans, if you know that name, and I did. So she, we, we both, we, we turned pro our junior years. And uh, just because this wasn't allowed. And, but it's not because we didn't want to swim in college. We just, you know, we, we knew that our careers only had so many years and we had to do it. Uh, Aaron Pearsall, University of Texas alum, you know, he, he did a couple of years and then turned pro. This is, uh, do you feel a sense of relief that you can enjoy and develop in college? Uh, and at the same time, you know, uh, earn money for, for basically, you know, all of this hard work that you've done. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I would never want to leave my Texas family and, um, I have, it's something super special that I have in my heart being a part of this team. And, uh, so that's obviously I'm, I'm blessed to not be put in that situation where I would have to choose between a, a professional career or being able to swim with my, my brothers down here. So, um, yes, I do feel super lucky about that. I am relieved that that's not even a, uh, an option it's allowing me to do best of both worlds. Um, and so combining Mizuno with university of Texas is like my two, my two worlds that in swimming colliding. So I'm super excited. Have you been to the, to the, uh, is it Moxie Austin hotel down off, off campus? You know the one I'm talking about? Yes. So I was called down to a meeting 
uh, Mizuno is a partner with Swim Swam. So they call you, hey, we're in town. Come on down and see. You. I'm like, so I asked them, why are you in town? Uh, no, we just want to see you. We just want to say hello. My, I got a big ego, but I knew it wasn't because they wanted to see me. So I'm driving down and I'm like, something's going on. And I was guessing this was what it was. And uh, I remember parking my car and having problems parking on campus because it's hard to find parking and, and running to the hotel. I sat down and within 10 seconds, I'm like, what's up? And they're like, uh, it's official. We have signed Carson. And uh, it was a pretty exciting moment, but I, I couldn't say anything. This was yesterday. I got a Mizuno shirt, put my T-shirt on and wore my Mizuno shirt yesterday. But the um, but I wasn't able to tell anybody. And we had to embargo this information until they, they made the official release. So no one knew about it on our team until about 10 minutes before 11 a.m. These are exciting moments. The these big announcement. This is a milestone in your career. Something you know the 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 suit partnership's a big deal. Uh, you know, there's there's the college swimming, there's the Olympic stuff, and then there's this is that this is this is a box you want to check. Do you feel like hey, I've checked one of my boxes? Definitely. So I actually I told I told uh, really no one before I was waiting for today. So. Uh, to be able to see all my teammates today and have them be excited for me and understand what it kind of means and how this is kind of everyone's dream and swimming is to be, or like I, I was telling my uh, girlfriend last night, just, I grew up always wanting to be a professional athlete. And I always used to put that on like the kinder, kindergarten uh, papers. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Instead of feel like I'm finally checked one of those box and, feel like I'm representing a brand on that level. And um, even though I'm still in college, so technically I'm not a professional yet, but still being able to represent a brand and combine it and link it with my name um, feels like a huge, huge milestone in my, my life so far in my career. And um, so, yeah, it's definitely, definitely something I'll never, ever forget today. It feels fair. It feels, it, it, this is the way it should be. And I, I'm glad you're experiencing this moment. You have great timing. So we have a short, we don't even have a quad. We've got we're we're going to be running into NC two A's uh, in a conference, NC two A's World Championships. You're going to blink, and it's going to be Paris 2024. Do you? you know, how, how do you feel about the the next three years? I just got I got goosebumps when you said that. I uh, I mean I I feel excited. I feel anxious. Like I'm ready to I'm ready for it to get going. I. Uh, so far this year in training, I've just, I was, I live with Drew Kibler. So Drew and I have great conversations and uh, we were just talking about how, like, this is the first year where we both feel like we got, we got a chip on our shoulder. We got something, we got, we got stuff to do this year and uh, the next couple of years. And so obviously I'm focused on this year with NCs and, and world trials and worlds, but then looking forward to the next three years, like I have huge goals that I know are attainable and I know that I can do. Um, and I am going to be relentless until I get those goals. And so, uh, this summer kind of sparked a new hunger in me that I, I never really had. And so, um, going into this year, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited every day to go to practice. I'm excited to race. I'm excited to get beat sometimes. Um, and I'm excited to, all the freshmen so far this season are killing it on our team. So it just adds a whole nother level of competition. So, yeah, everything's just going awesome in the pool. And uh, like you said, like there's, we got some big things coming up the next few years. I, I ask a lot of elites this, and I always 
give my opinion. Uh, swim, swim comments. If I was an elite athlete today, I, I, I would I would advise people not to read those comments. It's an open platform. Anybody can say anything, and boy, do they, especially when you swim for Texas. Um, do you read the comments? So I used to get into a really bad rabbit hole of reading the comments and that, that was, it's, it's, it's horrible. And so I've gotten very good at not reading comments on some swam as much as hard as it is. It's like a discussion board with people all talking about you. So you want to see what they say. So, um, I have gotten really good at not reading the comments. It is a dangerous hole to fall into, uh, whether it's good or bad things they're saying, because neither of them, you're never as good as they say, you're never as bad as they say. And not so many people forget that. So, um, I think it's just best if, if you see an article written about you, just read, read what they said. Do not go any further than where it puts the athletes at the bottom. So don't go past that area into the comments. It, so it is, it is. Um, so you, be, you become an elite and then it's really about you and your own headspace and what you have to do and what you have to accomplish. And then there's everybody else. And, uh, and I recognize that the comments are everybody else. But uh, so, yeah, I was, I was curious at how you manage that. And I'm always curious about how every, how every elite manages that. The, uh, do you feel the, 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 the pressure of, you know, it, it's um, you, you've, you've been on this trajectory for a long time. And, uh, you, you know, even though you didn't make the Olympic team, you had a big moment this summer. And I would say that everyone saw that moment. And even though I've advised you not to read the comments in the comments, a lot of people started making predictions about your future and they were big predictions. I, I think I might've weighed in and made a really crazy prediction too. Um, would you ever share your own goal times in the four and I am? Not on this level. No, I would not, <laughs> but I will, I will say that. Uh, I'm really excited about them and uh, I've talked to my coaches about them and we have a plan for how we're going to get there, but uh, we'll keep it between uh, myself and my coaches until, until we attain those goals. And then, then maybe everyone will find out what they are. What's the most painful part of a 400 AM for you? When, when, you know, when, when, when are you, when are you feeling the pain? When you do it right. So obviously like trials, like when I did it the wrong way, obviously that last 25 is horrible, but when I do it right, I think the, the most painful part is probably back into breast because you start feeling a little bit of pain, but you're like, you have to try and calm your mind and be like, all right, I'm fine. I'm, I'm controlled. It's supposed to hurt right now. And just remind yourself of that. So I think even though it's not like a super harsh physical pain, it's more of just like a mental battle in your head between like your body saying it's getting tired and your mind being like, you know, I can keep going. I can keep doing this. Well, you're, you're in the, the Mizuno family. You've got that, 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 that box checked. <clears throat> a big part of your career is going to be, you're going to do a lot of clinics. You're, you're going to, you're going to be teaching a lot of kids what to do. What is, what is the, what is the secret sauce when you're talking to a 12 year old and you're like, Hey, you got to tackle the 400 AM and this thing's a beast. What's, what, what, what's, what's the, what's, what's the wisdom from Carson Foster to the 12 year old? Question. To a 12 year old, uh, make sure you can do all the strokes. Make sure when you, when your coach gives you the option to work on your weak stroke, even though when you don't want to, um, pace yourself, don't just swim it one time and quit on it. You got to do it a couple of times to figure it out. I'm still figuring it out and I've done it a hundred times. Um, wear a Mizuno suit. It'll make you go faster. And then, uh, that's about it. The, uh, I love that. That's good. 
so we have a mutual friend, Tom Dolan, who's an icon in the four hundred meter IM, and he's, uh, you know, he, I, I, you know, I, I like talking to people who have a lot of experience there. And uh, if I, if I remember correctly, just in conversations and talking to him on the phone, because we, when you're, you know, when you're old and you're, we're watching all this young talent swim, oftentimes we just call with each other or we get into group texts. Um, a lot of information shared. He talked a lot about backstroke and like not driving with your legs and driving with your arms, which sounds, uh, to me, it's like, how, how do you swim backstroke without driving with your legs? Um, is that, is that something, is that, was that something that was key? Is that something that, that you always thought about? He said, it seems to me like that's the one bridge going from fly into backstroke, can't ever do the legs, got to drive with your arms. So that's actually one of the changes I made from trials to the sectionals was even though a lot of people asked me what I changed, it was, I didn't want to get into all the technical stuff. Cause there was a lot of things that I changed in between, but that was one of the biggest things was, um, not just sprinting the backstroke because I needed to get ahead. It was more of, I have a good backstroke so I can get ahead, but I don't need to kick super hard. My backstroke pull is probably one of my best, best parts of my swimming. So, um, just utilizing that. And you can see it in the video at sectionals that my, my legs were a lot more relaxed than they were at trials. So, um, definitely that was definitely, I mean, Tom Dolan knows what he's talking about. So that's definitely one of the biggest parts of the 400 IM strategy. So you have, you, you, you have this moment in time. I appreciate you stopping in, dropping in and celebrating with us. You have any final thoughts? I don't. Thank you for having me on. I, uh, I'm excited for this partnership. I'm excited to continue to grow Mizuno. It's a fast rising company, especially in the U.S. And so um, I'm excited to get more people on the boat and uh, get everyone in Mizuno. It's, it's going to be great. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.